It's one of those rare days where I have literally nothing to open this podcast with. I'm tired. That's what I'll open with. I got like the shittiest night's sleep last night. Uh, I mean, I gotta say, it was probably our fault, mostly. Oh, true. Because we were up really late playing hearts. (laughs) Which we'll get into because there's some intricacies is that the right word? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Uh, this is Colleague Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. We... I was tossing and turning, though. Like, I don't know what was going on. And, like, I was just ready for your alarm to go off this morning because you had the oh, earlier one. Really? I was. I slept through. See, in the morning, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. I set a lot of alarms. Yes, like every 15 minutes. And I don't know how it, like, works out. But, like, I'll set, like, four or five different alarms. But I won't remember a single fucking one of them, except for the very last one. That's why we do this. But, like, it's just, like, I'm thinking, like, what if, like, you know, I don't remember ever getting up and doing anything with other those other alarms. Like, what if I did the same exact thing with this last one? I mean, that happens sometimes. That has I, happened. I sleep through, like, the whole fucking day and I'm late for work, but, like. That is this very tense moment that I hate being a part of. But the alarm thing, and then suddenly I also, like, will randomly have photos of, like, my alarm going off in my camera roll. Like a, this, You're screenshotting it? Yeah, like, I don't know why, but, like... Well, like this, this, I finally updated my phone to whatever the latest iOS is, and they changed the way, the, like, the alarms look, and they made the, like, not now button really, really tiny. Yeah. And they really want me to snooze, but I don't like using the snooze button because I do I set a million hate- alarms. I hate using the snooze. I just set alarms. I don't trust. I don't the trust snooze. the snooze. Yeah, I don't trust the snooze. But whenever I'm like having a really restless night of sleep, I am like ready for that first alarm yeah. because I just want to be fucking up. Then it's like, okay, yeah. I'll go to bed early the next it's night. Like, honestly, I'll take a nap. Whatever I, I need. need my bo- like, even if I'm in that moment, I'm kind of awake and whatever. Like, I feel as though I need that alarm to signal to my body that like. Get it's up. time. Yeah, because otherwise I just feel like even more groggy. Yeah. It's weird. I was using that, what was it called? Sleep cycle, remember? Yeah, sleep cycle. And that one is supposed to like wake you up. You basically give yourself like, this is not sponsored, um, but you, <laughs> I'm so used to saying that, um, but you basically give yourself like a 30 minute window. So like say you're supposed to be up at like 8 a.m. It'll wake you up at any point between like 7.30 and 8, but it wakes you up at like the height of when your sleep cycle has reset so you're not in like a deep REM sleep so that way because like what happens is you'll set an alarm and you'll be in the middle of like that deep ass sleep and that's why you feel so fucking tired in the morning because you just woke yourself up from a deep sleep and so it tries to wake you up like depending on there's like a microphone it's probably all just like linked to the government but it's fine Um, (laughs) but it like you know tracks like your movements using the microphone and like you have it like next to your bed or under your pillow and i don't trust that one i know the only thing i didn't like about it besides the complexity of it all was that it made my phone really hot and then it's like under your pillow anyway so it's just i just don't trust having it there because it i know it's going like behind the fucking bed at some point in the night that's true that's just gonna happen but i think like through that entire process, we did learn a lot. And I found it was very, this one was, point was very helpful is that like a typical REM cycle is about four hours. Of course, it's different for every person, blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah. it's typically about four hours. And now I find that if I sleep on like four hour increments, that that I'm doing pretty okay through the day. Like if I get- I'm pretty good on low sleep. That's when our podcasts are the most interesting, I would When say. I get- <laughs> Four hours to sleep, which is, like, honestly what I typically get on a weeknight is I get about four hours. Like, I do pretty okay 
for the day. What doctor listening is like mad right now? <laughs> I I just find that like if you are if it's like six hours, you're like in the right smack dab in the middle of a REM cycle. Like yeah, and I don't have time really, for eight hours. It is really groggy. Like I know it's really bad. I don't know why I stopped using it. I think I just got very annoyed with. I think it also costs it. money. Well, yeah, you have to like have a subscription. To get like the full access, literally which, like, every app in existence is a subscription. Because there was a lot of cool features, and it was cool because you'd like wake up every morning, and then you could literally see like how many times you woke up and shit, and it's very interesting to look at. But now I just have the app that because I paid for that was like a subscription, so I canceled that subscription, and then I yeah. just like stopped using that app. But they had a separate one for naps, and it was like these different types of naps. So it's like a quick nap, like a deep full nap, which is just like one full sleep cycle, which is like an hour and 25 minutes or something like that or some shit. So like, it's basically if you need to take a nap, it like gives you the right amount of time to give you that juice, you know, that gumption, that extra bounce. Um, I I totally don't fucking use it, but I paid like a couple dollars for it. So I'm just not going to delete it. (laughs) I never use, utilize naps that often. Like, yeah, I I know I I was when, I bought it. I, I would like, say I utilize naps more like currently than I ever have before because I don't know. I just felt like I would I was do it in college. Gonna, I was going to ruin my like whole like energy levels. Like I, as soon as I woke up from the nap, I probably wouldn't be able to get that much done. I don't know. I just yeah. got in my head about it. I literally would like come home from class if you had like a really early class and I would yeah. take a nap until I needed to go to my next class or if I had work. Like if you had. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you had an 8 a.m., but then your next one wasn't until, like, 11 or noon. Yeah. That was prime, because then you could go right back to sleep. Or that was breakfast. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> forgot about eating. Yeah. What college kids, like, come on, when do we, we try and, like, eating shove regularly. a fucking Uncrustable down our throat? Okay, but, like, let's walking. be honest, college was the only time where I ever ate three meals a day, <laughs> like, in my whole entire <laughs> life, because they make you. They're like, you, you're buying a meal plan. I'm still paying that shit off, you know? Like, yeah, bitch. Half I, my student debt is my stupid meal plan. I should have never eaten. Honestly, like, what is the point? Like, I'm so mad because the meal plan and room and board obviously i need a room and board but like the meal plan and room and board was more than tuition like yeah. that's where the most of it goes which is sucks like if i only was paying tuition i'd be fucking done by now. and only. like we signed me up for like the most amount of meals that you can have yeah and like i thought i, I would need too. them you know but like you actually don't and i would be like skipping meals and then i'd have like all this extra so shit then like the you'd be month. like utilizing your meals at like the convenience store-esque place and then you would just be getting like a whole bunch of fucking bags of chips that added up to the amount yogurts i remember like yo play yogurts were like oh a my god fancy you were rich if that you could get a yo play yogurt like a currency it like, was i'll trade you three easy max for a yo or if you were that bitch that bought the tube of uncooked toll house cookie dough yeah and you yeah. were like I'm that was feeling... that was really ritzy that was like stepping out friday night yeah like, like what what was that money called when you had stuff flex. left over? flex and so you'd be like i'm spending my flex right now because like and you, then you'd literally just buy uncooked cookie dough like, because that's what college honestly is. what a fucking scam like we paid for a meal plan to get like designated amount of meals every week and then you also get like $300 of flex dollars and then you can only spend it's just basically money and you can only spend that money at the fucking campus where they're overcharging for everything and you don't need like, like you could have just not because had... you could have gone to the grocery store down the street and like exactly you know, we had a grocery cheaper. store like really close by you could just not have that and then... it was like a dollar fifty for those little plastic cups of cereal yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that's so expensive it might have been more than that I might just be jaded at this it point it might be one 
175. 175. Really, you know? I used to know the price of things, you know. There was always a lot of raisin bran left over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. So, coffee, we're drinking it. And I have a fact that I don't think that I've said before. You say that every fucking week. Well, you know, it's hard. Is that the fact that you say every week? <laughs> it's hard to keep track, but uh, this says, in Italian, espresso means when something is forced out. Whoa, me on my squatty. I honestly. was just going to say, like... <laughs> wow. So when you're using your squatty, you're a, you're espresso. Me with dairy in my system. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually. Oh, fuck. Our goal. I guess that makes sense because, like, express. Well, even though, yeah, and it's, it's like you're as... you're forcing the water through the fucking beans, like. True. That, that's like why it's there, but like, you okay. Know, it can apply to a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be specifically coffee. Yeah, it applies to Lila. She just screamed. Lila is screaming. She really likes that espresso, but uh, it's our goal right now to get Scott Patterson to notice us. <laughs> okay, so let's fucking <laughs> sidetrack over here. So. <laughs> First of all, we're in the middle of our annual fall. Is it still considered fall? When is winter solstice? That's it's coming up. It's the 22nd. Right. So we're in our annual fall rewatch of Gilmore Girls, though this year we will be watching the revival for the first time since that one fateful night. And <laughs> uh, so we're like very hella Gilmore right now. Yes. And I was on Twitter and I saw Scott Patterson, who plays Luke Danes, if you weren't aware. And so he has come out with his own coffee line now i remember hearing about this we might have talked about it before too i heard about this a little while but it ago, wasn't like out or but he just, he just like announced that it was happening or something mm-hmm. you know i feel like it was around revival time that he was like oh yeah by the way that like, would be smart branding yeah, yeah so it's called like scotty p's big mug coffee which is like the most perfect thing that yeah, it could possibly be absolutely and so i obviously follow scott patterson because i'm gilmore trash and then i followed the coffee company because he puts out these cute little videos of him talking about how to make a french press and it's just so charming like no it's just fucking perfect and he literally is luke it's so great and then in the heat of the night i got followed back by the coffee brand and I lost my shit to see Luke's little face pop up in my <laughs> fucking notifications, okay? And then I I immediately went and I followed it and I had the coffee with Rachel Twitter follow it and he followed them all back. He followed all of us back. So our goal is to be able to Okay, my ultimate ideal goal is to have interview him the man on the, on the show. Are you yeah. kidding me? Wow. Dreams. That's dreams. Goals. Um, but another goal would be to just like Maybe I mean I'll probably buy his coffee anyway, but if they send it to us to fucking use for the podcast, we'd absolutely do that. So I would dedicate a whole podcast just to talking about that one bean. Talk about every moment in Gilmore girl, Girls. 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 When, <laughs> Did you just gargle? What's yes, happening? <laughs> when they had coffee and you know try and reminisce in that moment. Yeah. This is what it tasted like. I want one of his mugs. They look really cute. I didn't even see those. Yeah, they're big mugs. Wow. You know, big mug coffee. Whoa. So uh, tweet lie. at it, you know, tweet it. Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee. Say, get that on coffee with Rachel. And, uh, and we'll to see the three what people happens. that do that, thank you. And then <laughs> we'll see what happens, bitch. <laughs> I mean, he followed Chris's ass, and that's pretty pathetic. So, I mean, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? I'm just kidding. Nobody follows me except for that one brand that emailed me to ask me to make a YouTube video. <laughs> that is still so bizarre. So tell them. Yes, I don't. I don't even know what brand it was for. Honestly, I think it was like a, like a men's clothing subscription box thing, whatever the fuck. Like okay, one of those kind of things. 
and it's always a subscription box have you noticed it's always a subscription box and they just emailed me asking if i'd like to make a video to consider their not they didn't say consider but like for consideration of their product blah 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 okay like when i was on youtube for a hot second i was a part of full screen what fucking year was that that was 2013 how do you know that it was a time. It was a blur. I don't remember anything past 20. Okay, so the dark years for me are like 2011 to 2014. 2015 was a dark year, but at least I remember it. You know Luke's, what I mean? Luke's dark day, you have dark years. I have dark years. Like those those like three years, I think that's math, <laughs> blocked the fuck out for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because I, I remember like filming those videos well not filming them but like setting up the lights and shit for yeah, you in yeah, our apartment yeah. and i remember just being incredibly awkward and it was remember terrible. when i put bare minerals powder on you in the first video you ever posted and everyone dragged you for wearing makeup and now you're you could have been james charles yeah what the fuck what the fuck guys? 2013 was a different time you know we've come a long way I'm, I'm upset. Just a little bare minerals on a pimple. You know, that's the original powder foundation. So I have no transition to this point, so we're just going to hop right into it. But, All right. Uh, you might have heard, if you follow this podcast and listen regularly, but we are going to be on another show. Yes, another podcast, a collab, a cross-pollination, pollination. Yes, that's weird. Never Is this our? F- no, it's not our first pod crossover maybe is it i've never i've never been on somebody else's podcast we've had had people people. on ours but i feel like we've never been on theirs which is honestly shady as fuck what the fuck guys come on what the heck um is that kyle yeah um so anyway you've heard us talk about the podcast into the twilight yes and that is a podcast all about the twilight saga and it is fucking fantastic and we think that you should all listen to it regardless of the fact that our lovely voices will be blessing it and uh, we are going to be on the show next Monday, yes. right? That's the right day? Okay. Yep. And so the way that they do this podcast is like they each honestly, read. Honestly, like incredibly smart. It's like honestly one of my favorite like Con- formats, yeah. concepts for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's with Alexandria and Cody. And so Cody has never read Twilight. Alexandria, Twilight, trash like me. Kind of like Chris <laughs> in the beginning here with like the similar vibe here. Yeah. And yeah. so they do like three chapters at a time and they discuss and then they do the movies and they do like a full movie review. And of course, the episode that it worked out that we're going to be on is for Breaking Dawn Part 1, the movie review, which is the best movie, in my opinion, to the yeah, whole so franchise. Favorite- part of it because you like i mean you made a whole fucking makeup tutorial tutorial, <laughs> tutorial. you tutorial. cannot, talk, I cannot today. talk today it's really bad that four hours of sleep really not working for me today yeah. that tutorial on her being dead essentially, yeah you know? i'm not gonna give you guys any of my thoughts right now but i am ready to vividly describe some things about that movie so we will be of course tweeting about this and everything so you guys can listen it's gonna be super There'll fun be a double dose of our voices next week yeah true monday and tuesday a little treat wow i'm very excited great way to kick off a pre-holiday week exactly yes. it is a pre-holiday week fuck yeah and also we get to be so every week they also pick out a slice of twilight fan fiction preferably the worst that they can find and so it is my duty to find some twilight fan fiction and whatever i pick is going to be really gay that's all i have to say all right i'm looking forward to that's it. what i was reading <laughs> so something else that's coming up earlier than that collaboration really is this thursday it's the video game awards oh my god i 
am so ready. I'm sure nobody else cares except for me. I look forward to this. It's my Oscars. (laughs) There is so many dudes wearing graphic tees under a blazer top. That's E3 and the Game Awards. Absolutely. I'm here for the cringe. That's what I'm here for. what I watch... The half the reason why I watch every gaming thing, one for the announcements, two for cringe. Also, like panels with gamers. I'm here for the cringe because the questions oh, are always yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I hope that thick boy Razor comes back. Oh my god. What was the it? Like the Shik Quattro guy? Yeah, he's he my was... favorite. So I'm hoping that they tease Life is Strange the next episode because that's supposed to be coming out soon. They I'm did hoping they tease the that. second season. Yeah. I would love to know what the fuck it's going to be at all. Yeah. So, by the way, that, though, they did tweet that the third episode of Life is Strange is coming out soon. Okay. So, prediction next week. Okay. All because right. Because it's a, like, decent amount of time before the holidays. Now, this is the last episode that we have, like, Chloe and Rachel Amber together. Yes. The next episode after that is just, like, Max being a twat in fucking Seattle. Yes. So, it's this episode kind of better rip me up. That- <laughs> It's a mystery as like what that episode is going to be like. I don't understand the context because like when you play the first episode of Life is Strange, the regular game, it's like she hasn't been Arcadia Bay or talked to Chloe fucking forever. So it's like what could be possibly happening with Max other than like maybe they'll hint at her time travel powers. Like, you know how Harry Potter's like fucking shit up as a kid. Yeah. Like he doesn't really know his true power. Like yeah. maybe she's doing stuff like that. Like rewinding a couple seconds but not really noticing being like, haha, deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. ooh. I don't know. Ooh. I just pulled that completely out of my ass. But that's that's good. I mean, there has to be a tease at some point. into like... At the very end of the episode, I predict that there will be a little almost blip of time travel and she'll be like, huh? But like barely notices it. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. So we will let you guys know how much we cried when we play that. <laughs> and, you know, we'll be talking about it on Twitter all the fucking time because oh, yeah. we're fucking trash. We are. I'm just ready to know what the sequel will be about at all. I'll have to put down my Animal Crossing for a moment. Oh, I can't do that. Play that episode. That game is killing me. They've already added new villagers, so if you guys heard our and like Christmas kind stuff. of review last time, yeah, and they've added new goals, and I don't know. I had like an entire like two-hour conversation with our friend Jason about it because he's like the only other person that we know that is like as fucking I mean he's probably way more obsessed with Animal Crossing than we are and like we just sat there and we were like brainstorming all the things that they could add to this game and we're like bitch why aren't they hiring us I mean they fucking should I I was missing out on the Animal Crossing you know I wasn't playing the new leaf I'm really here for all of this I I am a level that I'm ashamed to say because it's so much. It honestly blows my mind that you're a higher lever, lever, lever. level with me. Level than me? Oh my, oh my god, god, now it's hitting me. Guys, I've infected you. I am so sorry. Um, Because you like are at fucking Amazon. Like, I guess you're taking long poop breaks. Um, that's actually <laughs> exactly entirely what's a lie. I'm not going to work. I'm just sitting in a park playing Animal Crossing Really? All day. I didn't know you hung out with Bezos like that. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Are you hanging out in his balls? Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see those balls. People For, that don't out, live in Seattle context, have no fucking idea what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, people not in Seattle have no idea. There's a giant thing being built in Seattle that is These like big, a, like, glass domes. Yeah, that's like a... That's, I, I always want to call it a terrarium. But it's it kind not. of is. It's like a life-size terrarium. A greenhouse terrarium kind of thing. They have, like, whatever. full-size trees that they're, like, airlifting From into all it. all over the world, yeah. It's basically, like, one giant museum of plants, and I am fucking ready. Yeah. Do we have to work at Amazon to go in there? Um, I think that there's going to be, like, a launch of it, like, for Amazon employees plus ones. Can I just, like, take your badge? You know? 
plus ones. Oh, I can be your plus I think, one. Like first, and then it'll be open to the public. Gotcha. Yeah. I wonder how much that'll cost. It should be free to I look at plants. Be, I think it's supposed to be free. So what is it like a donation thing? You know, yeah, it's like a beautification kind of thing. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, though everyone in Seattle fucking hates the way it looks. So how beautiful can it be? I actually <laughs> no, don't mind it, but Seattle, also I'm that bitch that moved here, so you can't take what I say seriously at all. Seattle hates everything. That's so true. I really just stopped trying to please Seattle because you don't do anything. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't do anything. He's actually like, the fuck. city planner. I'm sorry. I I. The subreddit. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah. That must be, like, the same way, though, in, like, every city. Because everyone, like... It's like Yelp reviews. Like, most people leave a review when they're really pissed off. And that's what the Reddits are for. You know, know, I just want a place to vent. Yeah. I I like leaving nice Yelp reviews. Because I want people to know that Again, I got some good service. My karmic balance. Every time I leave a bad one, I have to leave a good one. I feel for like, you really like you've been like really slacking on your Yelpness these days. Yeah. That used to be a feature on this show. Well, I guess I should write some new ones. It's just been you know hard finding a restaurant these days. Listen, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at my gluten. <laughs> I feel like the last one you left was when we thought I had food poisoning, but it was actually lactose. And, like, no, you probably should have followed up. <laughs> yeah, I should have fucking followed up And been like, one. hey, sorry, it was my bad. Whoopsies. Whoopsies, that, that'll Whoopsies, do it. that's it. Yep. Edit, whoops. <laughs> can you even edit a Yelp review? I don't know. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, update. Say- Actually, I fucking went back and Taco Bell still sucks. <laughs> you know? <laughs> my favorite is reading the Yelp reviews for the McDonald's on 3rd Ave. Have you ever done that? Uh, I think you might have shown me some before. Okay, because that is, like, a wild area to, like, go. And there's a McDonald's there and, like, the census of like this just mess of an area and like the reviews are very very wild it's it's a story it tells a story it does tell a story it's like (laughs) one of those um no sleep posts but it's a yelp review haven't been there either all the snoo stories are shit all the snoo stories snoo stories it's snoo we gotta stop calling out each other's fuck ups because otherwise that's all this show is gonna be i mean it really would be (sighs) i mean I think everybody here has come to expect that. So in other news, let's talk about how House of Cards is going to continue with Robin Wright as the lead, as it should be. I've seen people being like, House of Cards is going to continue without its star. And I'm like, have we watched the same show? Because I'm pretty sure Robin Wright was always the star. Yes. You know, she said my turn. Were we all there for that? Did we all see that? I have a feeling. She wasn't lying with the my turn. That line now has like two meanings, you know? I have a feeling that, like, Netflix added this on just because, like, part of the reason is that, I mean, they saw the backlash when they just canceled Sense8, and everybody was like, oh my god, what and the And a totally fuck? different situation, like, too. It, and that's just, like, they canceled it because they didn't want to keep the show on, but then they are giving it a special, like, I don't think that's out yet, like a two-hour special or something yeah. like that. And then now... Like, they're going to essentially just be wrapping up the story. Yeah, a normal season is usually 13 episodes, and they're doing eight. So they're going to wrap it up. It It's good because, you know, I want to see Robin Wright. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just need to see Robin Wright. And also, I would like to know, you know, how they're going to finish the story that I have dedicated my time to. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that they're just going to, like, kill him off off camera because they're not going to have him in it. No. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do, if they're going to kill him off, if he's going to go get snatched i don't know who knows maybe he'll be like he got maybe it's just like a time jump he got kidnapped by someone yeah i don't know i don't know all i know is i need some fucking closure on a certain journalist that i'm not gonna spoil 
Yes, if we don't get that closure, I quit. Yeah. I quit. Okay. I'm maybe maybe Robin Wright will get the island, like the, the heart of the island. You think that's how it'll end? <laughs> you know, maybe the White House is the heart of the island. Wow. I love Lost. Me too. Let's rewatch it. No. Can all of these men not fuck up Lost for me, by the way? Like, let's just get that out of the way. Like, I swear to God, like, if something fucking comes out and I won't be able to watch Lost again, I'm going to be really fucking mad. There are a lot of actors on that show. <sighs> a lot of people just a lot of people you can't you can't consume any media now yeah. honestly and that's not me complaining that's just a fucking fact yeah. like oh also speaking of that so netflix actually finally wrote out they're writing out danny masterson so he's gonna be in some of the fucking new episodes Jesus which Christ. is a really bold choice and by I bold just, i mean stupid i'm in between so yeah danny masterson is leaving the ranch but oh yeah the ranch the ranch it's like okay first of all terribly unfunny show as it already stands. Yeah. I'm just really wondering. So Kevin Spacey, all that shit comes out. And Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Immediately like excommunicated from the entire industry. Both of them. Good. Rightfully so. And it's a good thing. But The Danny then, Masterson shit's been happening for over a year. Yeah, I mean the claims are from. And like they're not even just like claims. Like the police was involved in everything. And it's yeah. like. The investigation has been going for, like, over a year. Netflix has known about this for so long. People keep pressuring them, and they're only just now saying something because a high-up executive at Netflix said to one of the accusers of this alleged, like, sexual assault and rape... They, they were like, you know, basically they just like trashed that person. They were like, we're not taking it seriously. Like, we don't really believe that happened. We don't believe you. And like, they said it to a person that they didn't realize was actually someone One, that was yeah, assaulted. Yeah, yeah. And so now they're getting so much heat that they're finally putting the, pu- putting the plug, Point. pulling the plug on that bitch, but they're keeping him in it in like a couple new episodes. And then the newest season, he'll be like popping in, Yeah. but they're like writing him out technically. I don't know. I just want to know, like... When these decisions are made, because we have this decision then with Danny Masterson where they're like, okay, we're getting rid of him, but like we're going to write him out. And then also we have Johnny Depp who Dave Yates is just like, wow, he's a fucking good guy that I know, so we're not even going to believe these allegations. So I just want to know like what goes on behind the scenes where like, sure, Kevin Spacey, there have been a lot of reports about Kevin Shouldn't Spacey. Matter. And Harvey Weinstein, there have been a lot of reports. Danny Masterson has four Bill people. Bill Cosby, there was a lot of reports. You know what I mean? Like, is it like a numbers thing? Because that's bullshit. It, it's fucked up if it is, but like Danny Masterson, like... Especially jo- with, like, within the confines of Netflix, like you'd think that they would have like some sort of policy across the board. They got rid of him within a fucking like movie that's coming out this month still. I know. Like, if we can do that for him, and, like, this is Kevin Spacey, and, like, he is a very high, like, he was. Yeah, like, no A-list, one gives a shit about Danny Masterson. He was an A-list actor who's been around for decades, and, like, if they can, like, take this level of action him, and I'm sure Harvey Weinstein, he's, like, top of the fucking business. If they can cut them out, why is it, like, with Danny Masterson? It's Scientology. That, like, it is Scientology for I, my conspiracy, give me my tinfoil hat, bitch, but I'm telling you, someone very high up for Netflix is a Scientologist, and they're... Or a sympathizer. Um, or in or their bought pocket. by it. Yeah, yeah, because it's all rich fucking people. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp, I'm like, telling you, that's what it is, because that's why all... Like, the Church of Scientology, 
Like, they... You should read the entire expose on all of this. But basically, like, the LAPD has been trying to fucking, like, investigate and, like, get shit done. And there have been, like, 50 affidavits, like, sent from the Church of Scientology to the LAPD trying to fucking haul all of the investigations and shit. Because you know how the Scientologists work. Like, they they just, like, shame the people that could have possibly, like, come out against any one of their members. Especially their, quote-unquote, high-profile celebrity members. Like, I'm sorry, but Danny Masterson, like, no one even fucking remembers you anymore, honey. But, like... You know, like, if this were fucking Tom Cruise or Elizabeth Moss or, like, yeah. fucking, I mean, Laura Papon, like, hmm, it's kind of interesting, like, who Netflix has on their shows, you know what I'm saying? A couple of Scientologists out there. I don't know, man. It's just, like, and then... John- I'm glad that they're at least, like, doing the thing and they're getting rid of him, but, like, in a very soft way, if you will. And Johnny Depp, like, it was only one, it's only one person, which should not matter, it's still Doesn't fucking Doesn't fucking valid. matter. And, like, he, he's incredibly fucking rich. We all know this. And he's been around for decades. And he's one of those top-tier fucks. So, like, like I just want to know, like, obviously, I'm, this is just coming down to, like, the people that are in charge of making the decisions at the different studios or directors or whatever. I mean, like, they fuck, can like, cut out Kevin Spacey. And he was, like, a producer on House of Cards. I know. So, I'm just, like, really confused. Like, the executive producer. I'm so confused as to why, in some instances, great action is taken to, like reprimand them and like kick them out of everything which is great but then in other instances like just like nothing or very little or very soft slap on the hands is happening did you see john oliver today i saw the headline but i didn't really so i watched the video it was like six minutes and so i didn't even know this about dustin hoffman and apparently he allegedly was like molesting a 17 year old intern on the set of one of his like tv movies i don't know when it was i think it was like in the 80s yeah and so they were all in a panel not really sure like what the context was of this panel but john oliver like fucking grilled him on these abuse claims and like just the way that he apologized for it or kind of lack thereof he did the classic like man apology where it's just like i'm sorry that you felt uncomfortable you know i recall the incidents differently myself but you know i would never want to hurt people you know that kind of crap that like underhanded vibe yeah um and honestly that's what that's what men that have not been abusers should be doing right now because like there's so many men that are just so afraid to call out other people that they respect that are colleagues and like that's what needs to be done like it can't just be women screaming into the fucking void about all this shit because you're already not taking it on seriously. one hand it does suck that like i know it takes a fucking man to like come in here and say some things it's for just it to be like you can't seriously. call yourself a fucking feminist if you're not gonna do that i shit. i get it that's I, what I, i'm saying i understand what you're saying and i agree with that but it would also just be really shitty if like nobody takes anything seriously until a man like john comes... oliver talks about it yeah 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 i get you and that is totally valid but if like anything you know whatever i would works. rather it i would rather it be that scenario and like something actually happen to like get these people out of the fucking industry like that's the route i would rather take it's just a thing society sucks i don't know it's just it's always just very interesting to like look at the men that you admire in your life whether you know them personally or they're celebrities that you you know really look up to to, and like see the way that they speak on this issue and get back to me i don't know it's just very telling that's what we should all be doing because this is very important and this is so long overdue this like wave of like the renaissance of like women getting 
justice and men getting justice too. Like this isn't just a women's issue. Like Absolutely. that's another thing too. Like people don't take Fucking like Terry abuse Cruz claims. Out here, I know. And they're giving him so much shit. Yeah. And it's like he is so fucking courageous for even like stepping out and fucking and saying Anthony what Rapp. happened. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, the sh- have you do you follow Anthony Rapp on Twitter? I don't follow him. No. He has been posting just like the stuff that he's been receiving because of course people are upset that he single-handedly ruined House of Cards. Um actually that was Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And um, also like, you know, him saying all this stuff doesn't automatically equate to him losing that role, I guess, like Either way, it's not Anthony Rapp's yeah, fault. That's like fault. just like, like the victim not... blaming bullshit yeah. that we're all sick of. Like his his Twitter is very bleak right now and like it's just very upsetting and like I'm glad to see more and more people like stepping the fuck up. That's really good. Hope it continues. I, like, I hope this doesn't like die down no, at any rate. No, I think rate. this is something that like like people needed to happen. Like, there's a point where like there's news fatigue where like, you know, honestly people start hearing the same thing over over again like it's what climate change climate change and school shootings. net neutrality i feel like no one cares the, the shootings like in general people True. are like numb to that now because it happens all the time i don't want that to happen with these issues but at the same time it shouldn't I shouldn't happen them, to any of the issues it shouldn't we should be taking them as seriously as the, like the first incident of them like yep. and so i don't want that to happen with this issue but i also want like I don't want people to be having to have to come forward because, like, I hate that it's happening. But, like, we know that it's happening. And, like, I'm happy that people are feeling more inspired to come forward about this. The sad part about it is, like, of course, we're seeing, like, the stories that are coming from Hollywood. You know, like, the music industry, the acting industry, stuff like that. And, like, what about all the people that are working at, like... Just like you're any other fucking place, like at a grocery store, at a fucking hotel, like a bank, like all these other places, like this shit fucking happens everywhere, especially in the workplace. And like, I hope that it being so kind of like publicized down. right now, like in Hollywood, does not like just like completely ignore what's happening to like the everyday person that's just going to their fucking job and having to deal with this shit and they don't have like money or status or anything to get out of that position like they might be having like 17 fucking jobs and they need every job that they have and they can't just like leave because of like one person that's there so that's why like the fucking sexual harassment in the workface workface workforce needs to be really enforced and like taken very seriously and you hear all of these accounts of people like complaining you'll have numbers of people complaining about the same person like uber for example yeah. and they just like move the dude that's like actually being the one like allegedly abusing people and we'll just like move him to a different department and then he'll abuse more people and they don't actually do anything about it because they don't believe that it's severe enough so many times you see like oh i didn't realize the severity of it all fucking believe the person who is coming to you with this like if someone is coming to you with something like this it's fucking severe it's severe enough for them to feel like they need to fucking tell people about this again this so that is it doesn't another hurt other people this is another scenario where like who in their right fucking mind would like actually like want to label themselves as a victim of abuse like without being actually a victim you I know, know what and I that's mean? what like the fucking and the men's right activists latch on to of course there's not without an asterisk on that because there are going to be people but it's so minuscule so so minuscule amount just like of look at the like, way that people are being handled like for coming forward yeah like so oh my god yeah wow we want a place there i know i just get very like frustrated about it i'm glad i'm glad that 
I don't know. I'm Netflix with the whole, you know, the ranch situation. I'm still kind of like side eyeing them because it like, really is a like it's a soft cancel. You know, what it's I mean? really like, wow, you just really made a strong statement with Kevin Spacey. That doesn't mean you're like God's gift to Earth. So now. I guess like, it really has to do with like the individual productions and like how they would handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's not. Like, I guess up the directors the and the producers on all these things. Have a say. I don't know. Either way, I mean that show's probably gonna get canceled too anyway because it's fucking garbage. I can't even believe I mean, it's gotten more than one yeah, season. Yeah, who, who wants that around? I watched like three episodes and I was like, this is so fucking painfully unfunny that I have to turn it off. Ooh, I love that. I know, and it's shot like a classic like sitcom. You know what I mean? Where yeah, it's just yeah. like that one set. Like I'm watching Full House. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for a Netflix show, it just like does not fit. Well, let's turn to some other. Uh, some other little, topics. Some other topics. Um, a few days ago, texting turned 25 years old. Whoa. So as old as me. And yeah, you. that's wild that we are as old as texting. That I am texting. I Embodied. Mean, T9 te- word runs through me. Wow. That's your <laughs> DNA. Yeah. Is that what it stands for? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> What's, how do you spell DNA in T9? How many times do you have to hit number three? No, my God. Fuck off. Okay. So, yeah, like I... I, we obviously didn't see texting, like, in... When was the first memory that you have of seeing someone text that wasn't, like, on TV? Like, seeing someone in person? Or using a cell phone in general in person? Um, I mean, it was just, like, randomly, like, using my mom's phone that, like, she had, she had a cell phone, obviously, before what me What kind of sister. phone was it? Uh, we were on Virgin Mobile for the longest time, and I couldn't tell you, like, the model. They have their own, like, knockoff versions of every popular uh, phone, so, okay. like. Yeah, my parents had, like, the Motorola, like, little, the little thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was called, but it's it was, It's not like, the one that chirps, right? No, 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 no. It was okay. way old. It, like, had no color on the screen. Everything was yeah, very yeah, pixelated. Yeah, it was, like, a green screen. You could play like, Snake on it. That was yeah, the only game absolutely. you could play on it. Sometimes they had Solitaire. But, Primitive, like, really if you will. Yeah, yes. you're so right. But, yeah, my mom had, like, one of those. It wasn't a flip. It was just, like, it looked like a Yeah, Nokia. like an actual brick. Like, like, the Nokia, Nokia. but, like, yeah. not actually a Nokia. Yeah. And so, like, I've seen a text happen through there or I might have sent one, like, for her or something like that through that phone. But then, eventually, after that, we got our own Virgin Mobile phones. I, like, vividly remember, like, because I didn't get my cell phone until I was in ninth grade. But, like, I vividly remember being on vacation and I had, like, this crush and I would use my mom's phone to, like, text him oh from her, God. like, flip phone, like, secretly. And then I would have to, like, delete it and stuff. But, like, yeah, that was back when you had a limit on the text you could send. And you yeah. were really cool if you had free picture messages. Yes. And, like, you could send a pixelated-ass fucking photo. I had none of that. It was, you uploaded, my mom used to upload, uh, what was it? It was, like, honestly, only, like, 10 or 20 bucks a month to okay. each of our phones. And oh, so it was like the pay-as-you-go kind of a yeah, vibe? Yeah, it was 10 cents a text, 25 wow. cents a picture message. I forget how much a minute was. Oh, God. But, yeah, I remember nights yeah, and weekends, bitch. That, that was like how she just limited it. It was like she put like $10 a month on her phones. We had, I mean, well, when I had a phone, they gave me like unlimited texts and calls or whatever that package was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or unlimited, unlimited nights, nights and weekends, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like unlimited texts and picture messaging because they knew that I would be using that shit a lot and I would be like 
spending a lot of money if they didn't do that but i had yeah. no access to internet and then you would have that thing where you all of your phones like had an internet area and if you accidentally hit it and then you'd see it like because i had verizon you'd see like the little verizon symbol start spinning and you like hit end a hundred times yeah, to yeah, get yeah, out of yeah, there yeah, yeah. because you were so afraid that it was going to connect you to the internet and then your parents were going to get like a 300 hundred dollar bill oh man yeah that was, those were rough times i would i would like look at the ringtone shop area. Oh, yeah, yeah, But then I'd be like... I'd record my own, bitch. Well, yeah, I was... But sometimes, like, this is before I was, like, figuring out all that shit. And so, like, sometimes I might accidentally tap one. And I was like, oh, my God, like, please back out. Don't buy this. Like, this is going to take, like, half the money I have for, like, calls and stuff. Yeah, like, I was never allowed to buy anything. And then... I would take my boombox upstairs and I would play like little sections of the CD and then you'd have to like rewind and pause and get to the perfect place and then you'd record it and it just sounded so fuzzy and terrible and that was your ringtone. Yeah, I had this one knockoff MP3 player that was like the most perfect MP3 player just for the fact that like it had a cord that would plug into it and then it would plug into an aux cable. Okay. And then you could record through the aux cable. That's awesome. So I would like in the the car that we had had an aux port, so I would just You record like the radio? Yeah, it was perfect. See, I, I don't even know that. if we had like an aux port in our fucking car. Yeah, that was high tech. Yo, have you ever seen a car phone? Yeah. My Bubby and Zeta in there. Oh, not, old, not like. A, yeah, like with a fucking oh, spiral yeah, cord, no, bitch. I thought you meant like through the touch screen. I was like, yeah, sure. I've seen no, that. not on Star and shit. I'm talking like they had just like some shitty old car. I don't remember what kind it was. I was fucking 12. Yeah. And by 12, I mean probably way younger. And it had like an actual rope cord and it was like in the center console thing yeah, where like the yeah, cup holders are. I've seen and photos, they'd be like, hello. Like, and it's like, what the fuck? That's, That's so technology. Weird. <laughs> now you don't need that because you have a phone everywhere you go, if you will. Yeah, you know, this thing is my fucking lifeline. I just feel so old and so young at the same time. It's weird. It's a vibe. 25 is weird, and especially being born in 92, it's just a weird era. Yeah. It's like you remember old-ass technology, but then you're here for all this new stuff, and you actually, like, can understand how it works, too. Honestly, I still say, you know, we were born in around the perfect time. I know. I, You know all the people that are like, I was born in, I wish I was born in a different time. I am totally fine with where I was born. Yes. I'm glad I wasn't born like another like eight years later. I wasn't like a fucking... Gen Z. Yeah. That's the new generation. Even though they have the best humor. Yes. Let's be honest. But I'm glad we're... Yeah. I'm just... I'm I'm very comfortable with with it all, you know? Yes. And now this other story that I have kind of relates to this, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) AKA it doesn't. So Facebook is coming out with a new app and it's called... um, I don't know exactly what it's called. It's like Messenger Kids. Okay. So technically, when you sign up for a Facebook account, you're supposed to be 13 years or older. Mm. So now they're coming out with a Messenger, not the real Facebook app, like a Messenger clone that's for kids that's for ages 6 through 13. Now, is it only like people that you know or whatever? You know how like they make those kids phones where you can only call like five people and it's like your parents and like your sister? I was reading it a little bit. The way it works is that one, a parent has to set it up. Okay. Uh, and there's tons of parental controls on there. If somebody wants to add a friend, both a parent on both sides has to approve of it. Okay. And then there's... Damn, imagine trying to add your crush. And you have to I be know, like, ask I, your mom. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, that sucks. Get on AIM. Oh, wait, she's dead. And then <laughs> once you do that, though, you have the ability to do, like, texting and video calls. Whoa. And then... I feel like that could get pretty 
Yeah, there, there's ways that this could get really, like, fucky. Still. I know. <laughs> and then, good, like, good, um, good word. once you hit 13, you, like, graduate to, like, real Facebook. But then, like, they say everything about your old kid's profile is completely deleted. None of that rolls over. It's you start fresh. Weird, okay. I mean, honestly, great. Because can you imagine having a backlog of conversations you had when you were 12? Yeah. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Or and- any age. So then apparently also, like, approved, like, adults, I say in air quotes, that use the real Messenger app can also message into the kids' app. But it's, again, an approval thing. Like, a parent like family or, members or some shit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Teachers. And for, like, parents, of course. Yeah. And. Um, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, the parents might want to get in contact with them. I guess. Uh, they have, like, you know, a very limited selection of, like, GIFs and mm. stickers and stuff God, yeah, like that. yeah, they gotta that. be careful with those jibs. But what everybody was, like, really worried about is, like, you know, the whole, like, what are you collecting data? What are you gonna try and sell my kids kind of thing? Oh, uh, okay. So they, they say they're not collecting any data other than, like, you know, like, the data that's in the fucking profile, like... I doubt it. I don't know. So I don't th- trust that's it. That's what they say, because people are like, what if they, like, obviously, this is gonna be linked to a parent who is on a real Facebook. What if facebook monitors what their kid is talking about in this chat and then they put advertisements for the parent on there yeah thing. they want that new play-doh set yeah they, they're talking about fucking barbie while mom's just got an ad Did you for see barbie, barbie's like, gay oh my god i didn't see that, i don't know no. but she was wearing like a love wind shirt so now she's just fucking gay like or bye Ooh, barbie was always bi wow yeah can and skipper god i can fucking relate <laughs> sorry for that segue so, yeah, that's basically the story. I feel as though if you had a kid, would you let... I don't if you had <laughs> like a, this question. If you had a kid, would you let your kid have this? I don't know what I would do. There's just like, too I don't, much right I don't now. know what I would do in this time, regardless of just, like, Facebook. This is like not one... even just this. Like, everything. I mean, I would definitely not let them on YouTube. That whole YouTube kids bullshit that's happening. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about that when I was reading this, because, like, YouTube kids has, like, no way of moderating anything. So, like, how YouTube are... has no way of moderating anything. So, like, how are they going to moderate what goes on in this? Because I'm sure people Okay, just are think of, like, out... what you were able to do when you were younger on the computer. I know, then that's when parents didn't know anything. And, and yeah. Yeah. Now I know too much, but I also don't want to be like a tyrant. Like, I don't know. It's a mess. That's why I'm not having kids. Like this this <laughs> article this article said like, you know, Facebook hopes to claim like children's time before Snapchat does. I'm they like, hope to claim our time. <laughs> like kids' time before Snapchat does. And I'm like, kids are these kids for ages six through thirteen are on Snapchat. And it's like, like it's interesting like, because like okay, Snapchat is obviously like a sexting app. Let's be fucking yeah, real. Yeah, it is. It's sexting and ads. That's what Snapchat Literally. is. However, like they do make really cute filters that would attract kids. It's like you know, pills that look like gummies that they warned you about in Dare. <laughs> I never really came across them until I moved to Seattle and I discovered edibles. But like, you know, <laughs> like, where are these vitamins? <laughs> that one Lindsay Lohan. Vitamins. <laughs> Sorry. That I went Halloween on a candy scare. They're, they're like, oh my God, you're, these, your dealers are going to be handing I out fucking never... weed infused candy. On okay, Halloween first night. of all, what person in their right mind would fucking get rid of their shit yeah. for free? That's just right. dumb. Ooh. That's just not money safe. That's okay? fucking dumb. Um, so we have a quiz, but real quick, we're going to get a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Today's podcast is brought to you by the lovely people over at Love Pop. 
So Love Pop is a card company and they make greeting cards or like different holiday cards and things for different occasions. And they're all pop-up cards that have different laser cut designs. And they are, when I say gorgeous, like they're the they most are... beautiful cards I've ever held in my hands. I feel bad even like writing in them because we're giving away the ones that they gave us to friends for Christmas and stuff. And like, I don't even want to like write in them because what if I ruin it? You know what I mean? They are literally beautiful and they're laser cut, as you said, and hand assembled and designed to surprise and delight everybody that you send them to. And it's honestly like, I, I was surprised and delighted when I opened up. I know. I, I did not that, know what like... to expect. And I just like showed everyone and I boomeranged <laughs> yeah. it on my Snapchat or Instagram. Wow. And yeah, they're really cool. We got one that is like a gingerbread house when it opens up and it's just like this really intricate gingerbread house and there's another one that has like a big christmas tree in front of like a small little town and they're just so beautiful and like if you give them to someone you could like leave them sitting open because they're the kinds of cards that would like stay open and you could leave them as like christmas or holiday decor and, and they're just so cool because like you give this card to somebody and their reaction is just always like so ridiculously cool and like just shocked and so i just feel like it just like creates like such a nice cute moment for when you're giving someone a card because typically giving a card to someone is like not the most exciting part of the gift you know what i mean so this really enhances so we hope that love pop you know helps enhance any gift that you're giving this holiday season especially for all you gift card people out there that are just like normally slipping a gift card into a card this gives you that little extra edge you know what i mean yeah and so if you want a little bit more extra help with that we have a special offer for you guys so you can unlock special pricing for five or more cards and get free shipping on any order by going to lovepop.com CWC. Again, that's free shipping and unlocked special pricing for five cards when you go to lovepop.com CWC. So we're back with a lovely, you want to guess it, BuzzFeed quiz. Wow. Actually, it is- was a... Uh- I don't know. Refinery29? I honestly, I couldn't tell you another place to fucking get quizzes. They all do it, but they're all dumb. (laughs) Like, I mean, the interface of BuzzFeed is so welcoming. Just smooth, you know, modern, classic. So, uh, can we guess your Zodiac sign based on the holiday baked goods you pick? This is interesting. I want to know. I wanted to do this because I know that we have different tastes in this area, and I want to see who gets Pisces. I better get Pisces. What about my dessert choices make me sad? Let's (laughs) find out. So the first one, it's just choose one out of all these. Okay, so we've got peppermint cocoa cookies, raspberry almond shortbread cookies, ginger snaps, or peanut butter kisses. Like These all look fantastic. Like, I'm going to go with a raspberry almond sh- shortbread cookie. You're, I love a nice raspberry You're going to hate me. I'm going compote. for the peanut butter kisses. It's just because that's like one of the classics that I, I had growing those. up. Like, I hate when you eat one of those and then the Hershey kiss like literally stabs the fucking roof of your mouth. And you're like, ow. Yes, I understand. <laughs> that was my vivid description. So the next one is sugar cookie truffles, Oreo snowmen. They look cute. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter balls or peppermint Oreo. So these are all kind of like cake pop looking motherfuckers. Yeah, they're the like stick. truffles. I'm going to go with the peppermint Oreo because it looks like peppermint bark and I'm here Ooh, for it. Yeah, that's the one I'm going for, honestly. All right, so the next one is Snickerdoodles, chocolate peanut butter cookies, gingerbread gooey butter cookies, or Whoa. peppermint patties. <gasps> we all fucking know I'm going with the peppermint patty. Huh. Oh, my God. Do you like that? I love three out of... I love all of these, but, like, fuck. Ah. I know, this is, like, the worst quiz ever. If this were all, like, different types of chips, I'm good. Um, I'm gonna... Uh, yeah. I'll Chris, make a decision. Peanut butter... Or, I mean, the peppermint one, yeah. Go with your heart. Okay, peppermint bark... Salted caramel chocolate pretzels, 
lemon snowball cookies or hot chocolate fudge. Again, these all look fantastic. Oh my god. Okay, so I've had too much peppermint in this world right now. In and this like, world. So like peppermint bark, honestly, it, one of my least favorite peppermint. It's treats too sweet. It's is, the white chocolate. It's really too sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna go with lemon snowball cookies. I thought you were. Gonna Who go would with be surprised? Chocolate pretzels, because that's what I'm gonna go with. All right, we've got Christmas tree brownies, chocolate chip pumpkin bars, sugar cookie holiday bars, or ginger molasses whoopie pies. <sighs> Fuck. I want to go with ginger molasses whoopie pie because I love a nice ginger. I'm going with the Christmas tree brownies. They look fun. Yeah. Uh, we got Christmas light cookies, hot cocoa marshmallow cookies pecan cookies or pinwheels these pinwheels are fucking cute they're like wow, red and green yeah they're really great um, i'm gonna go with the pinwheel i'm going with the christmas light cookies we got eggnog cheesecake cookie cups there's too many words happening yeah there's so many keywords this looks like a rice crispy wreath homemade davi oh, yeah, or gingerbread men gingerbread men i love a gingerbread cookie have you guys realized that yeah yet? i have to go with the gingerbread those gingerbreads do not look good in that photo, though. No. And then we've got salted caramel apple pie, Ooh. cranberry pear pie, double chocolate pecan pie, or appled custard. Mmm, I don't know. I'm going with the salted caramel apple. Same. Not all of those other ones kind of sounded a little weird. Yeah. Uh, so we got no bake eggnog pie. So you don't cook the egg? No, or the nog. Uh, <laughs> gingerbread cream pie, chocolate silk pie, or cranberry pie. <laughs> Oh my god is that made literally with like a can of ocean spray because it sure looks like it um wow i didn't know that eating fucking cranberry Wasn't sauce from the can <laughs> is a pie but it is uh, i'm gonna uh, go with the chocolate silk because i have to go with that one too just looks tasty yeah. we got white truffle pie cinnamon pie what the fuck peanut butter pie or peppermint never pie heard of these fucking things. this is just all fake i'm gonna have to go with uh this white i'm gonna truffle just for the aesthetics of the photo. <gasps> I'm going with peppermint. What did you get? Oh, wow. It gives you fucking three? Yeah. I got Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius. Oh, my God. Get is... away from me if you're an Aries. I got Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. Fuck ah, yes. It's fuck the lemon you. and the ginger. That's like the aromatics of the Pisces. Yeah. You know? Well, you We know, love that spice. Honestly, love... I never claimed to be really like in tune with the Pisces, so... Uh, I'm, I don't argue with what's happened here. We need to like get Paulina back on this show so she can give you like a birth chart so Yo, we can honestly, actually figure out what I the hell to, is going like, on with you. Yeah, I need to get like the full the full, the full rundown of what the fuck is going on. Like even Myers-Briggs didn't really pin you down. All right, so we're going to get the questions from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel from all the benches who help support the show. And first one's from Haley who said hi, Chris and Rachel and the Chunks, of course. Lila is literally sitting next to yeah, Chris right now. she is perched. She finally stopped screaming. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend and I are about to visit Disneyland for the first time in almost a decade. Have either of you been to Disneyland or Disney World? And if you have, what are your favorite things to ride and do there? Now, before we get started into this, I feel really fucking dumb, but I always get mixed up which one's Disneyland and which one's Disneyland. Disney World. Okay, I haven't even been there, and I fucking know the answer to this. Well, you know, I can't. World claim... is Florida, land is California. You know, that's what I thought, but I I hate to you know express that in case I am wrong, because then I would look like the biggest idiot in the world. Would you though? Yes. Would you? Yes, I would. Um, so I've never been there. Have you? You went when you were little, right? I went when I was like two years old. To not the prime time to, to Disney World. Yeah. Outside of that, I've only ever been to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. I've never done that either. Yeah, that I I mean I I mean I can't really compare. I really enjoyed Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure 
And of course, that's where Harry Potter World is now. So like, I'm going, oh. I'm fucking going there first. Like before yeah, anything else. Yeah, if we're else. gonna do anything, that's what we're gonna do, and we're gonna do it in Disney World, not Land, because I've heard Harry Potter's better in the world. Yes, and so yeah, I don't really remember too much. I only remember that the rock and roller coaster scared me. Like I didn't go on it. I was very young, and also t- Tower of Terror looked very terrifying. It's, it's no not even there. there anymore. Yeah, I know. That's Guardians of the Tower galaxy get the fuck out of here although disney is getting the fucking entire star wars world which i'm gonna want to see at some point if i don't get to ride jar jar finally wow what's the point of going you know these are questions ethical questions we need answers yeah so yeah you haven't been there and i don't really have that much i heard ursula's lit check her out the tree (laughs) the tree the The big tree tree, that's pretty cool not gonna lie big tree the like tree of life or something like that it's like a giant tree it's in i forget the name i of love the animal world. crossing i only remember epcot that's the only world that i remember can i be honest of. for a very long time when i was little i thought that that big thing was a golf ball like a giant golf ball and i thought epcot was just fancy for apricot wow <laughs> so i'm really glad i got that off my chest <laughs> All right. Next it wasn't one. until I watched that one Boy Meets World episode that I really got some <laughs> fucking answers. I was like, oh my god, it's not an apricot. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, next question is from Valerie, who said, Hi, Rachel. So I, like you, don't drive. I'm 25 and I have a permit, so I know the basics, but I don't drive. It gives me a lot of anxiety because I'm afraid that I could get in a car accident. I get dry mouth, start to shake uncontrollably, and my pulse races whenever I'm behind the wheel. As the years have gone by, I've been getting more and more shit from my significant other and his family about how I need to get my license and drive myself around. (sighs) I've told them how much anxiety and fear I have about it, but they just tell me to get over it and do it. If only that were easy, you know? (laughs) I understand that I need to learn how to drive. How can I be truly independent without having that skill? I know in time I will eventually learn and hopefully be comfortable doing it, but obviously having them breathing down my neck about it just causes me more stress. It makes me feel like absolute shit. Have you ever dealt with people looking down on you about this, making you feel terrible about it? So kind of two parts here. Have you had people, like, up your ass about this, and how do you kind of stay, like, independent? Okay, so my situation's a little bit different, but I must say, like, you already got farther than I did. <laughs> I don't have my fucking permit, and I've never been behind the wheel unless I was joking. Like, I've never done anything <laughs> with a car. GTA doesn't count, apparently. I um, would not say that it does. <laughs> no, considering I fly in the air. Considering if you flip your car over, you just flip it right back. <laughs> or explode. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're definitely, you're kicking ass compared to me. Um... In terms of people giving me shit, now the problem with my story is a little different just because, like, part of my parents' um, it's called manipulation was to kind of clip the wings there, not want me to get my license so I couldn't leave, you know what I'm saying? So my mom doesn't drive also, and she's like in her 50s. So it was just kind of like this heavily implied thing that, like, whoever I'm married to is going to be carting my ass around the fucking town, which I have always hated. And honestly, more than the driving fear, it gave me more anxiety to be, like, dependent on other people for rides. Like, holy shit, that was my entire youth, and it I know fucking sucked. That, like, right now, in the current moment, like, I don't, we don't have a car. And, yeah, like, so, so that's... I'm not saying, like, oh, move to a city. I'm not gonna lie. Like, that, for me, made me feel finally independent. I don't have to rely on Chris to take me anywhere. I can get to therapy by myself. I can go to the grocery store by myself. I've got Uber. I've got walking. I don't really take the bus because I don't want to fucking pay for the bus because it smells, so i just rather walk, you know? And that has helped me tremendously, but I know that that's not everybody's, like, 
you know, reality. Like, that's just what I did, and it helped fucking so much. And I don't know if I could ever live somewhere where I would need a car. I just know one of your biggest anxieties about this now is that you expressed to me that like in an emergency situation you could not take me to yes so say chris is in trouble and i need to get him somewhere like that time that you mandolin sliced your whole body i we had an uber in the back of the uber yeah so like that that sucks i mean not that that would be any different now i'm not gonna like hotwire a random vehicle because we literally have no car yeah yeah yeah, but like in the case of a zombie apocalypse i would love to have that skill to be able to drive the fuck out of here um and it's something that I definitely want to learn, but I'm also like, now I live in a fucking city. The double-edged sword of living in a city. One, you don't need, need to. You don't need to drive, but if you want to learn how to do it, it's not the best place. Yeah. Like, and now I feel like the less I'm in a car, the more frightened I am of it. And I was in a really bad car accident when I was young, and I think that's part of it too. But also like the parent thing. Overall, as far as people shitting on me, like. I haven't had to deal with it too much. I did have friends that would just kind of, like, look down on me. Like, I always made it, like, I would pay for gas money because I had, like, a job when I was, like, in high school and stuff, too. And so, like, I would never, like, wanted to, like, put people out when they had to, like, pick me up for things and stuff. But, like, I did have, like, friends being like, when the fuck are you going to, like, get your license? And it's like, I don't know. Talk to my fucking parents. But then I went to college and then I really didn't need it in college because I was on campus. And then I moved here. So I just haven't had to do it yet and it used to like i i feel like i used to get more shit about it online too but like yeah probably more online because honestly i was in like rural pa yeah and i feel like you got a lot of shit from people just being like oh my god chris has to cart you around yeah people thought that i must like ruin your fucking life and i was like meanwhile i like hate that you have to do it and then you're the one being like you have supreme you have supreme guilt about all of this i'm just like bitch it's not a fucking problem there used to be times where i would like and i it's chris and i know he doesn't care but i would be like well like we're we both you used to to justify every excursion (laughs) i know i was like oh well if we're you know already gonna be heading to walgreens anyway like you can go here because i'm sure you need to be there and, and like it was just a mess um, what I would say is like just fully express to the people around you like how uncomfortable it makes you feel and just like tell them like flat out that they need to like cut you some slack and you just need to take your time and like once again honestly throw me under the fucking bus tell them about me I don't even have my fucking permit and I'm 25 yeah. you know what I mean like it's you're at least making some I think strides that like especially in America we have the notion that like driving is like a, makes you a real adult essentially when like in other countries it's not that way. Obviously, other countries are a lot less spread out than America is. We yeah. have very much a lot of space. And, like, know? public transportation, bitch. I don't it know. It fucking exists. And, like, I just wanted to hit to the point of, like... Also, you're not the only one. Like, search bisexual and license, and you will see a billion people that apparently it's, like, an entire culture of people that just don't have their yeah. license. So you're not alone. I used to... F- I was, like, the only one out of my friend group that didn't have it for the longest time, and it made me feel like shit about myself. But honestly, it's not that completely abnormal. Not everyone is really confident in a car. Like... I, th- I wanted I to say, like, to the point of you, like, being anxious about driving, like... I think that, like, a lot of people don't actually take driving as seriously as they should be. Like, yeah, and you can definitely be a little too hypervigilant, yes. which I get. That's how I feel. I hate, like, that I have to trust other people. <laughs> but I think especially, like, you know, people, like, saying to, like, get over it, which is fucked up for any anxiety, like, regardless yeah. of it being, like, driving or whatever. But, like... If it's really, like, hindering you in a way where you feel like you're not getting anywhere with it, honestly, as I always recommend, 
probably talk to someone about it. Yeah. Whether that's a therapist or a counselor or like just some sort of like, I'm, I'm sure there's a fucking forum out there somewhere about a bunch of people that have the same anxiety about being in a car. Like I've even had friends who have developed that over time. You know, what I'm I mean? starting to get a little bit more and more. I'm not. Well, I wouldn't say I'm like anxious, but like I get more and more like. The city driving has definitely made you more tense in a car. Yes, absolutely. I I get into a fucking state when I'm driving, and it's not a pleasant state that I like to Girl, stay in. I have to like look at my phone because I don't like. I, I really hate being in the car now, especially around here, because I just like I see people I have doing to that be an aggressive, aggressive shit. driver the people, to like get through the world. The people that like weave in and out of cars and then like flash their lights at people and shit. No. Let me tell you, if you're one no. of those fucks that flashes your lights, unsubscribe behind, from this podcast. Like, please fucking leave seriously, because like that's one thing that like people. Unless you're in an emergency, like someone giving birth in the back of your fucking Ford F one fifty. Okay, it's always a four. <laughs> Fourth F one fifty. If you could only eat one bean for the rest of your life, coffee counts. What bean would you eat? Would you choose coffee? Honestly, unfollow us. Like this is a terrible. This question. is very difficult I can't, like, because I have an affinity for regular beans. Okay, yeah. is a chickpea a bean? Ooh, good. Another alternative podcast title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is a chickpea a bean? Like I don't know. What is a legume? Is that is this the legumes? Yes. Okay. Just Please making sure. Stop. Because <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the pinto and Ooh, the black the bean pinto. and the kidney, the kidney and the great northern whatever the fuck. Great northern called. bean, the white bean, the butter bean. Bean me up, Scotty. I yeah, love them. Beans, em. beans are good for your heart. Please stop this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I guess I would have to pick coffee, but like yeah. as a fucking like vegan with like limited options, it's like black beans. <laughs> this is very difficult. No, I'm going to pick coffee because of course I would never, I, I guess pick, I pick all other forms of sustenance. If chickpeas like, aren't really beans, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Also lentils, not same, but I got protein. <laughs> well, fuck. I feel cheated if I have to give up every bean and then just use lentils. Like what the fuck is this? They take forever. It's true. I know that there are like pre-cooked soaked. lent pre-soaked me. Um, <laughs> there's pre-cooked lentils that are exist at Trader Joe's. You just heat them up in the microwave. Shit, we should be doing that. No, honestly. it's extra plastic. I just got Ch- very like. No, it's extra what's plastic. his face on you? Look, I want to be zero waste in 2018. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. I want to be that bitch that carries all of her fucking trash in a little plastic bottle. Tell that to literally every makeup company in existence. Okay, very They're, true. Especially make- the people that are sending me little TV screens with Chrissy Teigen looking cute. Every makeup company in existence is the antithesis of fucking. Zero, zero waste. waste yeah 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 i mean half the draw to is packaging you know wow you really i just totally dragged your fucking hobby right now i don't have that i haven't worn makeup in two yeah, weeks yeah i know honestly it's wild like your evolution makeup is really not that much up there you're well, more about like getting brushes for fucking painting than you are brushes for makeup a that's 25 you know <laughs> but honestly that brings me to the next question which i don't know if i've been asked this before but do you ever wonder what would happen if you took that job at Mac a long time ago, and are you still glad that you didn't? So, yeah, a little backstory. Yeah, I was going to say, give a little backstory. If yeah. you haven't been following this old bean for a while. <laughs> so, I don't remember what year it was. Like, maybe like 2011. I just thought of lima beans. I'm sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> I, I like them now, so I'd miss them too. I mean, they're low on my list. But still. Like, I don't have them oh. often enough. I'm not having, like, succotash that often. <laughs> succotash. You have to say it like that. It's just, it's just fucking law. Pizzazz. It's true. Razzmatazz. Okay. Sorry. Mac. Story. 
Um, can you tell that we've had a lot of coffee now? Basically, in like 2011-ish, I had been on YouTube for a little bit. I had like, I remember I was saying that I had like 30,000 subscribers, which I thought was like the wildest thing that could have ever occurred. And honestly, it fucking was. For, I mean, for that era, that was doing like... I was still working fucking, at like Starbucks at Target, you I know? still remember us like flipping the fuck out like when you got like the 5,000 followers overnight on Christmas Ooh. from the video. Shivers. Um, yeah. So basically at this era, I was working at Starbucks and this was like the height of my makeup obsession. And I would wear like a full face, at least what I considered a full beat at fucking 2011, <laughs> which is nothing. Um, probably no eyebrows and I remember a Mac employee because I worked near like the mall they came in to get a coffee and they were like oh wow I like really like your makeup have you ever like tried to work at Mac and I was like oh my god what like, this is crazy I don't even think I owned any Mac products at that point because they were like too bougie at that point that was when Mac only had like three collections a year they were all like oh my god coveted. only three <laughs> you know what I mean it's so real they were like so coveted it was like top of the line okay to put it into perspective when I went for my interview, the mineralized skin finish collection for like summer was coming out. It was like, they, was I don't it planets? Even, like, no, it was like bronzers that had like different like geodes in the middle of them. Like they okay. were highlighters. If yeah. that makes any sense. If you were an old Mac bench, then you'll probably remember that. Um, so anyway, I went in for an interview. And, like, the first interview, you just go in and it's, like, a sit-down. The second one is where you do, like, you bring in a model and you have to, like, do their makeup in, like, 30 minutes. And they give you, like, a vibe. And you have to just use all of their shit. You have to be really professional and, like, hygienic and all these things. And I, of course, knew nothing because I barely knew anything. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't remember. I just didn't get it, right? Like, I don't think I got called for, like, the second interview or... Well, oh, wait, no, no. The whole point yeah. was that they told me, and I don't know if this has since changed because of, like, the height of YouTubers and beauty gurus and stuff, but at the time, they wanted, like, my, you know, work recommendation or, like, not recommendations, the but, history. like, my, my history. And so my only makeup-related history was my YouTube channel at the time. And so, of course, I'm, like, touting that, thinking, like, oh, this will get their attention. Like, they'll see that I have experience doing tutorials, even though they were shitty and, like, you know, whatever. And they told me flat out that like I wouldn't be able to work there if I was still doing YouTube because it would be a conflict of interest because I'd be talking about other brands like competitors and I'm still like technically like a face of Mac and like I wouldn't be able to only use Mac products because then if I then on my channel you guys know like I was never like I always had at least one negative thing to say about every product because I like to keep it like fair and balanced and so they were like you know you also wouldn't be able to like say anything negative about Mac and I'm like you guys have some shitty products though <laughs> like there is some product I didn't say that in the interview of course but like yeah so like it was they were basically this, like you could work here if you quit YouTube and this was a time when like your channel was like it was growing like, it, was it was growing going. but like I you know 30,000 is like not the highest that you could be obviously obviously it's like a dilemma like you know that at that point you're not like it's not oh, a wow. stable money maker yeah and like wow what do I want to do try and make a career out of like youtube and stuff like that or do or... i want to get like a steady paying job at mac where yeah. you would get like yeah. gigs and stuff so i ended up keeping the youtube channel and not taking the job at mac i didn't even this was all in the first interview i never got to the second one where you do the makeup on a client yeah or a model um because they were just basically like giving me that ultimatum and i was like i'm walking out of here with my youtube channel and i remember i like made a video about it and everyone was like yay and and it's like okay i'm still 
fine with that decision. Um, I mean, obviously, this show right here wouldn't be happening, honestly, if you had made the decision to yeah. go to Mac. My Etsy, let's be honest, would my Etsy even have eyes on it if I hadn't done all this stuff? Probably not. And also, I've had a lot of, like, really great experiences that have come out of my online career and, like, obviously some shit that I hate, you know? But, like, a lot of stuff that was, like, really cool. And, like, I don't know what my life would have been like if I had stayed, you know, working there. Like, I guess I just would have not worked at Starbucks as long. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what would I What would I have done? Like, would I have really tried to do the freelancing thing? Because I did that for, like, a year or two where I was doing weddings and proms. But, like, I never... I never wanted to make that like my entire career just because I my heart was not in that and it was just really stressful. I don't know how people yeah. do that. Um, so I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting thing to think about. You know about, that though. that whole time we had a conversation about the butterfly effect and like the decisions how they would have affected everything that came after it. Blah blah blah. I like, wouldn't know half the people I know. Absolutely. Like what? none of my fucking friends I would have met. Uh, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Like. I probably, probably would have had new friends because I would have met, like, met other, like, working makeup artists and shit. But, but, like, pretty much our entire friend group right now, you would not have. Yeah. Literally every single one. Yeah. Every single one of my current friends. I don't even know if we'd be friends. here in Seattle. Like, we might not. Yeah. I don't know. One of the major reasons we came here is so that way we could be on the West Coast. Yeah. I wanted to be closer to L.A. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's very I'm glad you didn't take that. Yeah. Me too. Honestly. Honestly. Though, the draw, like, I could wear all black every day. True. Which is, you know, pretty fucking snazzy. I think also, like, another, like, smaller factor that w- went into that ties back to conversation before is that, like, you had to get to the mall and, like, you didn't drive. Yeah. And so. True. How did I even get to Starbucks? My dad. Oh, man. A vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I hitched. Because <laughs> I was, like, BU before Uber. I remember taking, like, taxis in New York. Don't do that. Okay. And then I guess, like, on a similar vein... Do you ever miss doing YouTube videos or vlog type videos or is leaving YouTube something that was necessary for your privacy and well-being? And then they said that they're so glad that I'm doing podcasts because they've been following me since I was 87 days before and watching me grow as a person. What um, about when you were strawberry fucking Shut that honest hell up. Like, just stop. <laughs> I don't remember the name, honestly. Um... Okay, so first of all, like, leaving for privacy and well-being, like, honestly, Yeah, yes. my YouTube channel was really blowing up, and so I just had to keep <laughs> Yeah, this is clearly a question for Chris. Um, yeah, like, that's part of it, too. Like, the podcast is honestly the only thing that we have right now that's, like, really, like, putting it out there, but it's except very for our much... trash Twitters. What? I said except for our trash Twitters. I know, but my Twitter is so light compared to this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. My Twitter is like, ooh, Lila. <laughs> like, that's what it is. And so part of it was a privacy thing. Like, I didn't like feeling watched anymore. I really didn't like that vibe of it. Like, I don't want to be known. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing I like is being verified on Twitter. And I say that all the time because Scott fucking Patterson will follow me. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. But, like, the rest of it, I don't really fuck with because I just, I am such a boring, like, just basic individual who is just chilling you know what i mean like i and people were like putting me on like a pedestal and like expecting me to be like so much more exciting than i am and like i don't want to like live my life for other people's entertainment not every person lives their life the way that like YouTubers show their lives to be on. Like, oh well, the yeah, internet. that's fake, honey. I know it's all fucking <laughs> most of it, it's... and it depends on your channel. Like, of course, if you're doing a channel that's like only cooking, like it's different. But what I was doing was more your vein, where it's like you, the personality, were yeah. like the main idea of the channel. You know what I mean? So 
I mean, that was definitely one of the things, and definitely for my well-being, like, let's be honest, we're coming up on a year since I left, right? Yo, yeah, we have to look at your channel and see what day it was. It was, like it was the, the 16th, I remember. Okay, I was going to say, it's in the teens. Because I remember I wanted to do it, like, on Christmas, because that was when I uploaded that my first That would have been, video. like, the most savage fucking thing ever, to be like, oh, let's do it I on know. Christmas. I didn't want to do that, and also I didn't want to, like, do this on Christmas. I wanted to because we have did a, Christmas. It was a live stream, and, like, people were obviously doing things on Christmas. So. Yeah, I mean... So it's it's coming up on a year now, you know, in like a week, and we, you know, this I've lived this entire last year of my life without being on YouTube, and I can yeah, honestly say, fucking twenty seventeen, the year without making a YouTube video. I am loving that. Like I, as much as that might sadden people that enjoyed my content, which I do appreciate, and I I understand that too, because I mean it's how I feel when like people stop. You know, when a TV show gets canceled or, like, when I watch people on YouTube that have quit and stuff, like, I've seen that happen and it does suck. But, like, you got to understand that, like, no one in their right mind sticks with the same job for, like, a million years without, like, feeling like they're getting anywhere with it or, like, they're just unhappy with it. Like, you wouldn't want your friend to, like, stick with a job that they weren't, you know, happy with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, overall, like, my mental health, a lot better. And a big portion of that is definitely due to finding job that i really am invested in while 2017 has been like a pretty dumpster fire for like politically politically worldwide worldwide stuff yeah but like in personal lives like especially for you you've been doing very you too bitch mr promotion right now we're talking about like your youtube and stuff like that i'm just saying like you you've been doing very good this year you've had a very good year you've said it to me like yeah bitch honestly this has been hashtag my year you know (laughs) we should listen to our new year's episode from last year we say that every year we never do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can never do that. Uh, yeah, you like you started your store up in June and yeah. like the first half of the year. It took me a little bit had... after I quit YouTube. I honestly, let's be fucking honest. As soon as I quit YouTube, I was probably like very jazzed on that for like a few weeks and then once like January and February hit, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I doing with my fucking life?" I took that I took a couple of different like consulting jobs. I still do stuff like here and there for other people, but it's like for the most part now I'm just like Etsy and podcast and like but before that all started, I mean the podcast has been here throughout the whole history, so that's good. But like before Etsy, I was I just I I could look at my diary and be like holy shit like I was just floundering I I was like oh my god what do you do when you just like quit something that was the only thing you did for six years like it yeah, was a, it, it was it a was lot daunting thing yeah but I got my shit together I feel and I'm feeling pretty damn good you had a couple like a couple months there to like do some random odd jobs and also like just like get your shit together essentially after that and yeah because you- it was it felt really weird it felt like. I was letting other people down. I was letting, like, myself down. I was like, oh, my God, did I make a, the like, right choice? Am I just giving up on something, you know? And it's like, I guess every, technically I did, but... saying, like, you know, you have over 100,000 subscribers. You don't just give up on that. Like, oh, yeah. Blah, 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 it's like, like honey, 100,000 is the new 10. Like, yeah. a million is the new, like, 100,000. 100, yep. Um... But, I mean, in terms of, like, missing things, there's, I mean, all the time I'll be like, oh, man, that would have made a good video. Like, I, I have ideas like that all the time. But 99% of the time, things that... Then I just would've... remember the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, 99% of the time, like, things that you would want to discuss end up here. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I have been churning out way more content online than I have been in years which I hope people notice because, like, on YouTube, like, let's all be honest, like, I was not uploading because I hated it so much and I was just so miserable. And so then people were like, where the fuck are you? And now I upload, like, hours of content, like, per month. And I feel like that's, I don't know. If you like me, hopefully that's better. Yes. <laughs> if you don't like me, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. 
that's really uh, the tea on that. <laughs> All right, and then the last thing is not really a question, but an anecdote that I wanted to share because it's fucking adorable. Oh, God. So this is coming from someone on Instagram, and they said, I just transferred to a new college this semester and was having trouble making friends with the same interests and sense of humor as me, which I feel like always fucking happens, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. Um, a new friend and I were working on a group assignment together when I said, who is she, referring to an inanimate object. <laughs> My friend replied, I love saying that, and the word binge. And I looked oh. her dead in the eye and asked her if she listened to CW and she does now i am convinced we were friends in another life thanks to this niche podcast and other random similar interests wow that's amazing that's fucking heartwarming <laughs> that's honestly bonding over benches like that's so cute because oh, let's be honest like my beans. i like tone down my shit like it, just in general it doesn't even have to be like the podcast jargon but like just your normal like humor vernacular Yes, that's a lot of words i guess when you talk to a new person you just like are really formal like yeah yeah every so you friend, get the vibe you know and then then you start being weird i start throwing in a lot of trademark symbols <laughs> that's when you know you're like on a close level with me yeah well that's just fucking awesome i also the the emojis that i use in the beginning of talking to someone are so different I just use, like, a lot of the smiley faces. Then I get to, like, the real weird ones. Then, like, when you're on the topmost level, you're sending that fucking shiny egg or, like... Yeah, just the egg, but I make it, like, go across your screen really large. Or the incredibly detailed uh, fucking curling puck. I don't remember what it's called. Curling stone. Stone, stone, yeah. it's Puck. Yeah. I also realized, just totally transitioning that topic, the one, the brain, very detailed... Yeah, the brain emoji. Yes, and then also the emoji whose like head is exploding, like also very detailed. I that one's like, too much. I don't like how detailed they are. I'll be honest with you. I liked the classic style. I like nice. Call me a fucking classic, but like I'm just like. <laughs> He's a little retro. Yeah. Okay, I just had to get off that. Get that off my chest. Get off. Get off. <laughs> get off this show. All right, guys. Well, that's pretty much the episode. Yes. We went a little bit longer today, but. Let's hope you guys don't hate that. Um, uh, I think they do. Okay. Benches, stay tuned. The rest of you guys, fuck off. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to listen to Into the Twilight to hear our asses yes, talk about that'll Breaking be out Dawn. First on Monday. Yes, we will be tweeting, so don't worry. All right. Or worry. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. All right. So, Benches, we were at a loss this week for what we could do. So, you know, not everyone's going to be on topic. And we looked at our windowsill and we realized, you know, we have a lot of cacti. And uh, that's French for cactus. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And we're going to do you guys as what cactus varietal. (laughs) Varietal. You are, okay? Yeah. Hopefully. That sounds good. Buy a plant. Thank me later. (laughs) Okay, we're starting with Valerie Molina, who is a varied spine hedgehog. Jackie Goldfarb is Golden Cobb, which, honestly, that's mine too. Let's share. Emily Sweeney is a sweet potato cactus. Melanie Weldon is a melon cactus. Shannon Shires is a short joint beaver tail. Wow. Alicia McKee is a key tree cactus. Kimberly Proza is a prohibition cactus. No alcohol here. Sarah Booth is a bonker hedgehog. Same. Emma Corbeal is a corky seed pincushion. Angelica Feliz is a feather cactus. Joanna Tardiglini is a traveler's friend. Ryan Hara is a harem cactus. Emily Tormey is a toothpick cactus. Sean Cumming is a curved spine prickly pear. Sophie Yaramillo is a yalla yalla. Emily Milligan is a military cap. Chelsea Grundy is a Graham's fishhook. Haley Welsh is a Haley's beaver tail. Katie Kelly is a kipo kepo. Ishbel Mendez is a Mexican fence post. Stephanie Lee is Lee's pincushion. Who's Lee? <laughs> Who is he? Jane Thompson is Tom's thumb. Amanda McKnight is a night blooming serious. Chloe Falmaluin is a claret cup. Kayla Bean is a beaver tail. A lot of beavers. 
Yes. Brandy Robbins is a Robin's snowball cactus. Michelle Cox is a cow's tongue cactus. Rebecca Mack is a McDougal's cactus. Joanna Jensen is Joseph's coat. I don't think I'd want to wear a cactus as a Are coat. they cold? What's going on? That's interesting. Leslie Wright is Wright's fish hook cactus. Alexandria Taylor is long mama. <laughs> I love that one. Renee Medina is a merry widow cactus. Gwen Stowe is a stout needle mule. I love Michael Buble. Sloan Four is a false peyote. Cat Schultz is a showy pincushion. Wow. Calm down, cat. That's fucking Lila. Jason Gonzalez is a goat's horn. Lindsay Torlina is a link plant. Jess Adams is an agave cactus. Megan Oxley is an owl's eye. Daisy Blossom Dottie is a Dona Anna. Kennedy Rochelle is a rainbow cactus. And Smek is a Simpsons prickly apple. Taryn Parker is a paradigm cactus. Lutzi is a loose prickly pear. Sonia Vazbrun is a southwestern barrel cactus. Fiona is a Fred. <laughs> wow. Stephanie Oliver is a strawberry hedgehog. Juanita Carr is a carmine cub. Cassandra Lee is a lemon vine, which... That's you. That's me. <laughs> Courtney Hall is a hairy prickly pear. <laughs> Angela Sue is a sun cup. Jada Goshi is an organ pipe cactus. Maya Elizabeth is an elephant's tooth. Avery Labelson is a ladyfinger cactus. Anthony Hood is a horned toad cactus. Liz Holbrook is a brittle cactus. Me when I don't moisturize. <laughs> Madison Greer is a green torch. Corey Springfield is a spiny star cactus. Jacksadora Who is a juniper prickly pear. Bridget Carey Davis is a dagger cactus. Beth Fonseca is a foxtail beehive. Kendall Berg is a beehive cactus. Wow. Chloe Ireland is an Irish redhead. We're sorry. <laughs> Camellia Malky is a major prickly pear. Wow. wow. You're a major you're prickly pear. You're so mean. <laughs> Amanda Peet is a Peebles hedgehog cactus. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is a Whipple's rose-colored devil claw cactus. I love the South. I don't know. <laughs> Dana Daly is a dahlia-rooted cerise. And Hernandez is a hermit cactus. Lynn and Drew are dry whiskey. They're not even a cactus. <laughs> Mackenzie Knight is a nipple cactus. Okay, we need one. We need one. <laughs> I'm looking that up. Rachel Evans is a rat tail cactus. Wow. And I think all the other benches are the individual little spikes on one of our cactuses. Okay, which one? The, the beefy boy? Yeah, the beefy yeah, boy. Yeah, big beef. Yeah, We've got Dana Marie Smith. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Mallory. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. So we hope you guys are Enjoy your staying prickled out there. Yes. I don't know how to, you know, that's weird. All right. Honestly, everyone go look up Nipple Cactus. That's your homework. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.